Welcome to CRE Success, the podcast. Check us out online at cresuccess.co forward slash podcast. And now here's your host, Darren Krakowiak. What have I got to share with you after two years of running CRE Success? You'll find out in today's episode. It's episode 83 of the show. My name's Darren Brukowiak, and I'm here to help commercial real estate leaders develop their people and grow their business. Really appreciate you joining me for this special episode of the show. I want to share with you some of the progress that I've made as an individual, that the business has made, and some, I guess, insights and learnings that I can share after two years of starting and operating CRE Success started back in April 2020. And this business is a personal brand business. It's part of the knowledge economy. So a business like this is kind of similar to commercial real estate, I think, in that it takes time to build. When I started this business, I'd been back in Australia for just one year. Previous to that, you may know I was living and working in Seoul, South Korea for nearly 12 years. So I had really no profile in Australia and no experience as a corporate trainer, as a professional speaker, or as a business coach. So it really was a leap of faith. It was an untested market. I have spoken to you before about how I believe that there was a gap in the market to provide this type of service, product, solution, value to the commercial real estate industry. But you know, some people say if you enter a market that's already saturated, that can be a good thing because it shows that there's demand. But if you enter one where there isn't any real or much competition, that can mean one of two things. There's no demand or you're onto a really, really good thing and you've got an amazing amount of blue ocean that you can potentially, uh, for lack of a better term, exploit. Well, I think the demand exists. I think after two years in business, we've proven that There is the potential to run a business like this based in Australia, serving people not only in Australia, most of my clients are in Australia, but also within Asia Pacific and also in North America. Uh, Even though no business like this existed in Australia beforehand, even though there were people in the residential space and others who were serving the commercial real estate sector, it was something that has been a challenge because... I didn't have any entrepreneurial experience before I started this business. I think I took a risk, really, assuming I could unlock uh, what I saw was dormant demand. The good news is that revenue in the business is up 3x. We have tripled revenue in this second 12 months of being in business compared to the first 12 months, which means... I'm on track to reach my big, hairy, audacious goal that I've set for 2024. With that being said, the first year of business was a little bit lean, I've got to say. It was uh, tough with uh, part of that time impacted by COVID uncertainty. Being based here in Melbourne, we had a very long and difficult lockdown But I feel like in this second year of business, I've got more confidence about the future. Certainly, I've renewed my office lease for another year. I've had a virtual assistant now with me for, I think, eight or nine months and, you know, have increased her hours each week as I've been giving more and more tasks for her to do. Uh, I've out 
source the design of my website. So if you had a look at the top performer page recently, you might have seen that it's a, a different sort of format to what I've been usually using. I'm going to redesign the whole website. That process is uh, ongoing and may even be complete by the time you listen to this, cresuccess.co. And I think I've made progress not only in terms of you know spending the money and be willing to invest a bit in the business, but also as I spoke about in a recent episode, Metrics That Matter, I think it was episode 81, I'm less worried about those metrics that matter, not obsessing over so many of those little things. I'm letting go a little bit of some of the perfectionism, which I used to have. I wanted to share some things that have helped me to get to this point, even though I believe there's still a long way to go. Certainly my prospecting has gotten more consistent. And one way that my prospecting has become more consistent is that I've been using HubSpot. And this is not an advertisement for HubSpot. I'm just using the free version of it and I use it in a very basic way. But certainly I like the fact that I'm able to see my pipeline, that I've got a place to store all my contacts, that it sends me notifications about who it is that I need to follow up with. And that is a much better approach, in my opinion, than what I was previously using, which is that Frankenstein approach of post-it notes, things in my calendar, my memory, and yeah, just whatever it is, note, writing down manual notes. I think a CRM, if you're not using one already, really, really recommend it. And um, it's certainly, I've noticed a, a big difference in terms of my own ability to uh, create revenue for the business. I think another thing that's helped me has been more focused about my offering and that's helped the business perform. So I've really focused more on working with leaders in commercial real estate. And I think in the future, I'm thinking about providing more of that content in the podcast to reflect where more of the revenue and the business is coming from. Yes, I'm still providing training workshops and speaking, but more of the revenue, particularly over the last three or four months, has been coming from a product that I've created called Agency Solutions, where I provide one-on-one -on -one support for leaders of commercial real estate businesses, along with some additional training as a platform for their staff and also um, a bespoke workshop for their team. And I think that that is probably more where my natural strengths lie. And I think it's a better offer as well. And that's probably why it's been more attractive to people who I've been uh, putting it in front of. I think, uh, on the other hand, areas where maybe I've gone a little bit backwards is social media content creation. Certainly, uh, my ability to monetize my digital presence isn't as good as it was in the first year. I think that is in part because I haven't spent as much time on it. I've been more focused on building personal relationships with people who are commercial real estate leaders as opposed to creating content and trying to sell digital products. But I should be getting better at it, but I'm not. So something for me to reflect on, although maybe where I'm supposed to be going is in this leadership space. So we'll see. I think another thing I want to share is that, you know, over the past year, there has still been times where I've, I don't know if I thought I was going to give up, but certainly I did think that I wasn't going to make it to where I wanted the business to go. And I thought that I might have to downgrade my expectations of what was possible. We had the second long lockdown in Melbourne and Sydney here in Australia in 2021 I lost a lot of momentum that I felt had 
been building in the business over the first half of 2021. I had my best month ever in June 2021, and it's only actually this month that I'm recording this, April 2022, that I'm going to be able to produce a better result than that best month I'd had before. So it was a real setback. Um, I got locked in Melbourne. I got locked out of places that I wanted to go, but that's behind us. And I think I can see that things are becoming more consistent. I've got more uh, recurring revenue in my pipeline, but also more opportunities in my pipeline again. And I can see that because of the fact I'm using HubSpot to keep me consistent with prospecting, but also to see revenue moving forward. I think one thing I'm going to need to do is to become, and I mentioned I was investing more in the business, but I'm going to need to invest more if I want it to get to the next stage. So I'm getting close to the point now, I'm not there yet, but getting close to the point where a business like this is going to need more than just me, a virtual assistant and a bit of outsourcing. Now, perhaps I can pull back on certain areas and that will free up some capacity so I don't have to start employing people to help me get a little bit further. But, you know, investing in myself was a hurdle. I probably was someone who was a little bit reluctant to spend the money on on courses and to help me get the entrepreneurial skills, the sales and marketing skills that I needed to sort of improve in a business like this. But it's going to be another stretch again for me to invest outside of a virtual assistant and outsourcing to employ people. And I'm not, I'm not ready for that yet. I'm not there yet, but I know it's coming soon. And um, it's just, I think I've made some progress in terms of being a little bit less attached to money and a little bit less stingy than I was, which is kind of funny because probably the last two years has, have been uh, the leanest years in terms of income that I've had for many, many years. Um, and that's just a reflection of, you know, being in commercial real estate for many years and and being someone who's been able to um, have senior positions meant that, you know, starting a business like this was always going to mean that I was going to be falling behind again on uh, income. But, you know, I'm, I'm building back towards that. As I said, I've got, by 2024, I'm very confident that I'll be actually exceeding where I was before. Um, but it's just funny, I think, how one's perception of money can change when you have less of it, you become a little bit less attached to it. Maybe I've done a little bit of inner work on that, but also I think it's, um, I don't know, it's one of those little dichotomies of life. Um, a couple of other things I thought I would share. I'm still alcohol free. So been more than two years. Uh, I quit alcohol in December, 2019 So we're getting close to 1,000 days. Um, Everything's great at home. I really am very fortunate in that I've had my wife's support and confidence when it comes to starting this business. Uh, I've had also, apart from her support, a few individuals who have kind of voiced their praise and let me know that what I'm doing is on the right track. And, you know, I've probably been lucky. I've had a bit of self-belief as well, which um, other people may not have had, uh, particularly in those early days when things there wasn't a lot of reason to have that self-belief, but, you know, we've kept going and, um, you know, I think uh, there's been improvements in the professional sense and also in a personal sense. Um, I do want to thank my clients. Clients is what makes this business. Uh, Corporate clients, in the first 12 months of this business, we served 11 corporate clients. In the last 12 months, it is the second year of the business, we've served 19 clients. Six of those were actually repeat clients. So 
Of the clients we served in the first year, those 11, only five haven't come back to do more business with us. A couple of them, there's very understandable why they haven't. The others, that's something for me to, I guess, try and uh, demonstrate the capacity to work with them more, but very happy with where we're going with corporate clients, the types of clients that we're working with. Uh, Also, about 40 individuals have also uh, invested in our digital products, which is amazing. Um, I I really appreciate you supporting this content by whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on your favorite podcast player. I don't do this just to grow a business and create revenue, but I do it to help people like you. So um, I I really love the fact that people who are listening to the content that I put out or are choosing to do business with me also do so because they want to. It's their choice. And it's different from being in a position of corporate leadership where people kind of have to listen to you because of the authority that is bestowed on you because of the position that you're in. And even though they should listen to you, they often don't, whereas nobody really really needs to listen to me, but people do. And I really appreciate that. And I'm very um, you know, proud of the fact that I'm building a business, which is based on my ability to help people and you know, my capacity to um, provide something that people aren't getting elsewhere that hopefully helps them prosper. So that's the little story I wanted to share for this week's episode about where we have come from and where we are right now. And I've talked a little bit about where we're going, but that's something I still need to spend a little bit more time working out. Final thing I would say is that you know, I mentioned that there were a couple of times where I thought we weren't going to get there. I think, you know, the only way to be defeated is to give up. So um, I'm a long way from giving up and very happy with the progress that we're making. So if you're enjoying this content and if you enjoy what CRE Success offers, uh, the good news is, is that there's more of it coming. Um, if you do enjoy this show and you want to show your support to us, please do leave a five-star rating. Um, or a review in Apple Podcasts. That's the one thing that you can do to really support us. You can also uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel or, of course, subscribe to the podcast if you're not already a subscriber and download the past episodes as well. I'm going to leave it there for today's episode, a bit of a different one today. Happy second birthday to CRE Success. Thank you so much for listening, and I will speak to you soon. Thanks for listening to CRE Success, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe to us on your favourite podcast platform. For more information about the show, just check the show notes on your podcast app or visit us online at cresuccess.co.